Everything old is new again. Yeah. That's right. We're a Riverdale <laughs> recap podcast, and we are here to talk about Chapter 32 Prisoners by Christine Chambers, directed by Jennifer Fang. And oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So we start immediately in the action at Midge's funeral. Yes. We don't get an opening narrator to start with. No. We get the River Vixens in their all black mourning uniforms. Yes. Singing You'll Never Walk Alone. Uh, led by Cheryl. She's the only one singing, I right? I think so. From what I could tell, yes. We, we kind of pan over everyone there. As that's happening. All the families are together. Men do not get to hold roses. No, only the women. Apparently the white roses are very gendered. I I don't know if that's Midge's wishes or or what. I I don't know. I feel like we should talk about these uniforms, though. (laughs) You think? I feel like we already need to pause and talk. Because, like, the... They have morning uniforms. Did they just special rush order these? Do they always have them just in case? They take more time to to make and ship than they would have had. Unless this is, what, a month since Midge died? They finally got around to the service? Like, they have the the full, like, skirt shirt uniform with black and white. They have the the knee socks. They they have black pom-poms. You know that Cheryl ordered them for Jason's memorial, right? But she couldn't get them to wear them. Right. Yeah. And then she tried to get them to wear it at his actual funeral in season one. And they're like, no. Okay, come on. It's one of our own this time. You have to do it. And they're like, okay. Okay, fine. Um, but but as that is, is going on, we, we do start to get a, a voiceover that the angel of death once again has come to Riverdale and that it's it's gutted the town but the grief has brought them all together and we we see some people trying to get brought together sweet pea is is getting real comforting with moose and kevin has has a reaction to that he's got a bit of a what the fuck you doing sweet pea look i totally missed that well i didn't (gasps) this is why we need to go back to phones that actually have buttons because then you don't have to look you can just do it (laughs) yeah this is why we have to go back to watching the episode twice yeah, we don't got time for that. <laughs> then we we go to to scenes of people being interviewed by Sheriff Keller in the sheriff's office. And we uh, got the, this rotating suspect white. The camera is constantly spinning around the desk and, mm-hmm. and they cut scenes whenever the the person says something that like yeah. leads to the and next. And then with a whoosh sound effect yes. and everything. So so we start with Jughead, who's like, well, you have my footage and everything was okay until the letters. Well, he's like, what letters? Then we get Ethel, who's just crying. And we find out that she did write the letters. But she just wanted to scare people. She didn't actually hurt nobody. She, she was just jealous mm-hmm. and, and wanted a little bit of revenge by getting people worried. And then... We don't know who the sandbag is. She doesn't admit to that. No. Uh, we cut to, to Moose and Sheriff Keller asking, what's the last thing you said to Midge? And he, he seems very broken up that it was something casual or stupid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Aw, that's that's what it would be. Yeah. Poor Moose. Well, I'm still holding by, like, what Fangs was doing in there was something <laughs> that that led to Moose probably saying something that wasn't nice. And we, we finish... With with Archie, who who's very much like, well, you know, d- didn't you find anything that actually linked Spencer... Spence. Svensson, Svensson, that linked Svensson to being the Black Hood... Like, it's like, well, Archie, he almost buried you alive. Well, like, while, I know, but like... wearing a black hood, it's but, like a... <laughs> but did you find any other evidence other than, like, actions? <laughs> um, and then we go back to the funeral With and... a 21 palm salute. Woo! Pom-poms. Uh, and Cheryl, who then finishes with a speech that she and her, her cheerleading sisters vow that they will not rest until the murderer of their murderer of their sister is rightly punished. And how many teen vigilante clubs can one town sustain? Seriously. Seriously. Uh, so then Sheriff Keller, uh, after the funeral's over, goes up to Mrs. Clump. Mm-hmm. Midge's mom, who is the first time we've ever seen her. And probably the last. Uh, and... She just slaps him across the face about mm-hmm. how he didn't do his job and storms off. And then Cheryl's like, yeah, your days are numbered and failing this town. You have <laughs> failed this city. <laughs> Can she turn into like a vigilante archer now? We know she has the skills. We've seen her practicing like, come on! at the archery range. Come on, Cheryl. Come on. So then over at Pops, we're having a post-funeral milkshake, mm-hmm. as you do. Jug has a theory about the the Black Hood that it's a copycat killer. Yeah. Perhaps Chick. And Betty's like, nuh-uh. Like, he's weird. But it's <laughs> not him. And Archie brings up the fact, well, what if... It's not a copycat. It's the real Black Hood. Yeah, what if... It wasn't Svensson. It's, yeah. it's somebody else still on the loose. And like, I looked into his eyes, and those weren't his eyes. Like, yes, yes, Archie, you looked into his eyes. We got it. Uh, they were soft eyes. Kind eyes that look like they've been wounded, but maybe I would be the one to heal them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jughead and Betty continue this conversation about how, like, well, Chick did stuff and he's violent and, like, you know, he could have done it. Mm-hmm. Betty just doesn't doesn't want to go down that path. And then Veronica and Archie have uh, a little heart to heart where she's like, Archie, don't be stupid. <laughs> I don't want death wish Archie back. And I, I love the exchange at the end where she says she needs him sane and centered. And Archie says, I am. And she immediately rolls her eyes. Like, yeah, it's like, well, it's like, well I, I will, will be. be. <laughs> Thank you. So Sheriff Keller shows up at the Coopers. It's like, you know, I'm talking to everyone. Still need to talk to Chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, people saw him there. And Hal's there at the house. And he's like, well, he doesn't live here anymore, but we'll bring him to the station. Uh, and so after the sheriff leaves... Alice is immediately like, why are you throwing him under the bus? Why are you doing this? And Hal's like, why are you worried about this? Does he have something to hide? Uh, Betty covers with the truth that Alice is just really protective. Yes. So then Archie's walking down the the fog-covered street. Mm -hmm. And he sees someone run by. (gasps) Who is that? And he like walks and walks and walks. Like, is someone there? Okay, no one's there. I'm going to keep walk, walk, walk. But and then, then behind him, 
A hooded uh, figure. Oh, very, very uh, thriller horror movie. Look behind you again. Oh no. So then at the uh, Andrews household, Archie tells his dad about how like I just I just can't stop thinking about this. Black Hood says, you know, everyone who escaped him will die. So, Dad, you should leave town. You just leave town. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of the house. It'll be fine. And he's like, no, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> also, neither of us have mentioned the dog in a long time. Yeah. Who's going to take care of Vegas, huh? And he points out that there's a deputy uh, posted at the door. And Archie insists that no deputy can stop the Black Hood. They're, they're barely level four. They don't have the hit points. <laughs> have you seen a deputy's spell slots? Shameful. <laughs> so over at the lodges, Hermione is planning how she can use this to her campaign advantage. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to go door to door to let everyone know that the lodges will put you know, safety first. Really, if, if sheriff is an elected position in this jurisdiction... Sheriff Keller's fucked, right? Like, yeah. Too many people have died in the last six weeks. Yeah. Mama Lodge is immediately like, hey, Veronica, your friend Cheryl seemed really upset about your friend dying. Maybe you could like, she's just like, no, no, don't ask me. Don't talk to me. I'm out. <laughs> nope. Uh, so, so over at the Cooper's. Betty is suggesting to Alice, well, you know, maybe Chick should leave town. Because yeah. what if he can't keep his mouth shut about other things? What if he's a little snitch? What if he's a fucking stool pigeon? And Alice is like, if he leaves town, that says I'm guilty of something. <laughs> first rule of, like, committing a crime, Betty. Don't leave town. No, the first rule is definitely leave town. <laughs> Don't leave town unexpectedly once the police want to talk to you, because then that means I have something to hide. Not if you do it right. You just leave town very, very far away where they can't get you. <laughs> yeah, but are they going to, like, send him to Costa Rica? No, they're going to send him to, like, Greendale. I'm just saying that it's best for Chick if he leaves town. It's worst for the Coopers if he leaves town. If we're only considering Chick's feelings, he should leave town. Oh, Okay. Betty meets up with Jughead, and she's like, well, okay, change change of heart here. Maybe we should look into Chick's past. Yeah. Uh, And they talk about how both Chick and Svensson. Yes. I said his name right. (laughs) How both Chick Chick and Svensson uh, spent time at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Right. And, like, maybe they knew each other maybe. or were involved with each other. Or, like, oh, we got to figure things out. Maybe Svensson was, was serving as groundskeeper at some point while Chick was, was one of their orphans. Yes. Then we catch up with Hermione, who has gone to visit Cheryl. Personally. Uh, as you do. And they have tea together naturally and you know lets her know how she was very moved by cheryl's speech and cheryl's like well it came from the core of my bosom i'm glad it came from the core when the core not like the outside of her bosom or the side of her bosom wouldn't that be like cleavage there's like nothing there it's it's the the open space I, i think i think that means more like the heart oh okay. it's not just coming from the flesh of my boob it's coming from what sits under my boob it's coming from my ribs. Even farther in there. It's coming from my spine. Did I go too far? Too far. Okay. Too far. Uh, so then they have a 
a conversation about how they both agree that they need better law enforcement. <laughs> and Hermione was planning to write an article, because apparently now she writes articles, about... She bought a newspaper. It's her prerogative to write any article she wants. Yeah, yeah. Now she's a writer. <laughs> um, so she, she's going to write about this, and she wants uh, Cheryl to do an op-ed mm-hmm. about, about the law enforcement as well. And Cheryl's all down with that. Yeah. She needs to get some published bylines. She's got college applications to, to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to look great on there. Uh, so Jughead and Betty go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. More like the Sisters of Serial Killer Training. <gasps> uh, and they're asking about Chick and Svensson. And, you know, they want to check uh, their files and see, like, what, if any of the dates overlap. And, of course, the sister's like, well, you know, do you have a court order? And they're like, well, no. Well, then, you know, you can't. <laughs> well, you know, I'm Cheryl Blossom's cousin who you, like, tried to do gay conversion therapy on. And I'm sure if I, like, went to the courts and told them about this, I would get the court order. And then they'd come here and they'd shut you down. So you might just want us to look at that file. Yeah, she's willing to let the conversion therapy continue yeah, I'm like, as long as she can get a look at the file she okay, wants. Okay, I'm like, get the file and then go straight yeah, to right? someone about why, this, please. Why didn't you do that two weeks ago? Why didn't Cheryl do this? Seriously. Why has this not been addressed? <laughs> These kids are awful. I hate them. I'm also like, Kevin, your dad's the sheriff. <laughs> Can't you be like, hey, dad, there's an underground gay conversion therapy thing going on. He's why they know about this. Like, stop it. Stop stop being so selfish. There are more kids you can help. Just because they're not named doesn't mean they're not real. Right? (gasps) So uh, they, they get to look at the file and they're flipping through. And then all of a sudden they stop and they're like, wait, this picture. This isn't my brother. This is my brother's file. Well, no, that, that's him. That's his that picture. That's Charles Smith. I know my children. It's a different person in the picture. Ah! What have I been saying along? Not the real chick. Is that your chick? As Missy Elliott once famously asked. No. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Remember how Veronica was like, hey, Archie, don't be stupid. Archie's stupid. He goes <laughs> to the murder house. Uh-huh. A creepy, uh, completely dressed in black figure appears, and then a few more, and they tackle him to the ground and beat him up. And that's what you get. Listen to your girlfriend. Don't be stupid, Archie. Don't be stupid. Jug and Betty go back to her house, and Chick is there with Alice. And they immediately confront him. Yes. And they're like, who the fuck are you? Look at this picture. This picture came from Charles Smith's file, and this ain't you. Chick's trying to be like, well, Betty's had it out for me from the start. Like, this, she didn't want a brother. This is, you know, what, she's just trying to get me. But as Alice starts to listen to her daughter, all eyes go to to the kitchen knife on the counter. Uh Uh-huh, and then Chick grabs it. Yeah, he slices Alice and, like, blood squirts. And then he tries to go after Jughead. And Betty grabs the rolling pin and just slaps him across the head and he falls down. Goes down cold that kitchen has seen so much blood yes oh my goodness um betty's also really good at found object fighting yeah yeah you know like shovels rolling pins it's a shame she doesn't want to admit to the skills she's developed because she can have a real uh successful business in crime scene cleanup yeah like that amy adams movie sunshine cleaning that sucked 
Yes, that was a bad movie. Uh, her her resume: <laughs> teen investigative reporter, mm-hmm. crime solver, mm-hmm. blood scene or murder scene cleanup. Definitely. Found object ninja. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's that's how the teens fill out their uh, resumes these days. Instead mm-hmm. of like code paladin, it's it's yeah. You gotta, you gotta make yourself desirable to the right candidate, you know, mm-hmm. right employer. Be like, I'm better than the rest. You murder someone, I can clean it up for you. Yes. Yeah. Back at the lodges, uh, Hermione tells Veronica about how Cheryl's involved and she was just so excited. <laughs> and then Veronica gets a call from Archie's phone, but it's not Archie. It's Nick St. Clair back from the dead. He wasn't really dead. No, he wasn't dead. He just had some broken legs. Uh, but he has Archie, and he has Archie tied up, and he wants a million dollars. It's a ransom call. That's what this is. Um, he, he talks about he, how he's going to have a limp for the rest of his life, and I'm thinking, shouldn't he still be in a cast, though? How fast do people heal in like, this town? I don't think your doctors did stuff right. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Let's her know that... He wants the money or he's going to start going after Archie mm-hmm. and breaking some legs. A fibia for a fibia, as the Bible says. So Veronica tells her parents about this and uh, they won't pay the ransom because they're not going to bow down to a teen terrorist. Who would? Hiram talks about how, you know, well, as parents, like we can't, we don't want to get involved with that, like their business aspects. And she's like, what? they're music producers. Yes, yes, but and they're mo- also mobsters. They're also mobsters. We're all mobsters. Every single person we know in the mob. Including that guy from Bravo. It's the weirdest thing. All mobsters. The milkman? Mobster. From the milk mob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The milk mob is also one of the groups that Nick St. Clair's family has on their label. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Hiram's like, well, we can't pay it because if we do, then... Or, like, we can't expose them, because if we do, we'll expose ourselves. And we can't pay it, because we can't bow down to this. And after she leaves, they go further into this, that yes. uh, Archie's not even family. If they show that this is a weak point, it'll be Veronica next. Yes. Elsewhere, uh, Kevin is absolutely pissed about the article Cheryl has written. Interrupting River Vixen practice while yes. Cheryl is trying to stretch, and that's very important. Yeah. He's trying to sabotage her health and well-being. He, he wants her to retract her statement, and she's like, no, we're not going to do that. Your father needs to step down. This is all his fault, and me and my River Vixens will make sure that it happens. Because and I'm like, what are you going to do? They're all informed voters at the age of 15. <laughs> yeah. Have we ever seen Kevin angry? We've seen Kevin angry in, in oh, yeah. episode three. He was angry at Betty. Uh, but it's been a long time since we've seen angry Kevin. Um. So then we go back to the Cooper household and Chick is waking up from being knocked out and he is tied up in the basement. Duct taped. So uh, they're they're very handy. Yeah. Very resourceful folks. I would have liked it for the duct tape to have been like decorative duct tape. Like the patterned <laughs> ones you can buy. They and couldn't stuff. afford that. <laughs> like the, the set people couldn't? Th- that's the good duct tape. You're not going to waste that on Chick. Well, I mean, I, I like the idea that that's the only duct tape they have in the house. Like it was from like some project Betty did. <laughs> no, it's, it's from when Hal thought he could do like HVAC repair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he is surrounded by. 
Alice and Betty and Jughead. It's time for answers. Bum, bum, bum. And he's trying to stick to his story that he's chick and mom, I'm so scared. Mom, untie me. And meh, meh, meh. But then it falls away. They're like, well, you said you were chick. chick, Or you said you were Charles. I'm like, no, I never said I was. I said I was chick. I never said I was him. But you knew but like what you, we meant. Come you've on. You've been like posing as him, you asshole. Don't split these spiky bleached hairs with me. So he does say that they met on the street and they moved into the the hostel the hotel place together and that he always you know he told him about them and how he was given up by this and perfect suburban nev- family and they never even tried to look for him. And then one day he knocked on the door and you slammed the door in his face. And then he OD'd on jingle jangle. Which is the first we've heard that this drug is at all dangerous. Yeah, like, you can OD on sugar? (laughs) Darling, that's just what the prop is. I know. It's a television show. I know. And there's a level of, like, fiction involved. The drug seems to just make you, like, happy and, like... It severely impairs your dance ability because those moves were corny as hell. Yeah. It's it's like sugar, really. (laughs) Oh, so then Alice rushes out, and mm-hmm. Betty follows her. Overwhelmed by emotion. Yes. Um, and she's just like, no, he, he did knock on the door. And I, I shut the door on him, and she's just, like, freaking out that this thing happened. Who remembers every assumed door-to-door salesman Yeah. they, they slam a door on? Yeah, well, because it is said, like, you said, we don't want any or, or something like that. Like, yeah. she thought he was selling something. We're not interested. Yeah, not... I'm your long-lost son. That does not seem like those were words that were said when he came to the door. She probably thought he was selling Boy Scout popcorn or something, which we all know is not that great. It's not like Girl Scout cookies. You can just buy regular popcorn. It's fine. (laughs) Not everyone has a Garrett's in their town, dear. I know. Microwavable popcorn. You can just buy that. Yeah, that's true. Really, the only thing that's good from the Boy Scout popcorn is the caramel corn. That's worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. You can get Cracker Jacks. That's just as good. <laughs> yeah, and it's got nuts in there. Really yeah. good nuts. And like an activity book. They don't really put toys in anymore. It's like a weird activity thing. It it like works with an app now, the Cracker Jack prize. What? It's an app. Yes. What? Yes. No. It's a it's a whole thing. I'm sorry. But I want I'm the days where they you. give you like the little the little tiny booklet that's supposed to be a 3D image, and you got to hold up the little tiny mi- magnifying glass that's the size of like a dime that makes the 3D like work. Well, that it, I, it's an app. No, <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> what is the point? Why even do something? Hear that, app developers? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, you. Know, I'm tired of having to have like five different coupon apps for my craft stores. Like, <laughs> anyways, Alice is freaking out, uh-huh. uh, and Betty's like, "Well, we don't even know if it's the truth. We don't know what he wants." And then Alice keeps freaking out that no, no, this is like he's seeking revenge for him. This is what this is. Is he? He's trying to revenge Charles for Charles, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say for us, but no, like he's trying to revenge his friend. Yeah, apparently they were really, really tight roommates. (laughs) So his plan to get back at the Cooper family was to half pose as his old roommate and ruin their lives by doing really creepy smiles (laughs) and getting involved in their illegal business. 
Alice is like, stay here, watch him, I'll be back, and just leaves. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, over in uh, hostage land, Mm -hmm. uh, Archie's like, well, you you gotta let me go. The Black Hood is on the loose. He's after (laughs) my dad. And Nick's just like, so? Screw your dad, I don't care. He's so single-minded. It's it's charming. He's like a puppy. He's like, you're doing this because I punched you? <laughs> Did you forget how many times he <laughs> like punched you? He broke him? his fucking leg. No, the legs were broken before he Well, yeah, there. but she like re-broke them and yeah. shit. <laughs> what we find out is that Nick's father is working to disown him. He's very disappointed in Nick. Uh, he says he doesn't have the guts to be a mobster, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to prove him wrong by beating Archie up, yeah. which is what we do. And extracting a million dollars from their underground rivals. Uh, so back at the lodge house, Veronica's snooping around, mm-hmm. going in the safe, and she does not have a million dollars worth of money in that safe, but she takes all of it. She has more money than I'll ever see in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Calls Nick. She's like, I have the money. And they're going to meet at Pops. Mm-hmm. Because that's where you meet to do crime. And I'm wondering who these very, very pretty boys are working for Nick St. Clair. They're such pretty boys. His sorority boys. His, he's in a sorority. Is oh, he? yeah. All of them are in a sorority. Yeah, in high school. Not a fraternity. <laughs> it is that one, isn't it? A fraternity, yeah. <laughs> No, no, see, see, in fancy boarding school, they call it a sorority for boys uh-huh. and a fraternity for girls. Like how in, in England, a public school is a name for a private boarding school. What? Yeah. I think it's fallen out of favor as terms get more Americanized and like the public sector rose. But like that's that's an old fashioned term. Then what do you call like regular public schools? The school? Uh, I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Uh, so over at the Keller household, mm-hmm. Kevin is trying to comfort his father. Yeah. Uh, that, you and know, don't take the article to heart. And he's like, how can I not? Everyone's dying. <laughs> he's, he's rebuilding his murder board and there's a lot of Carrie the musical stuff on it. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that is because it's clues and how much is mementos of just how hard his son worked. And he did Proud a papa. He did a great job of the first four scenes of that show. I wish we could have seen the rest. But then Sheriff Keller starts talking about, well, maybe I was just so happy to catch someone who was supposed to be it that I might have cut some corners. And maybe mm-hmm. we didn't have enough evidence and we just went with it so we could close the case. How is Riverdale not on the national news? Right? Like, this town. And then there's a crash outside, and someone, uh, like, threw a brick at his car window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And spray-painted Sheriff Killer. But I don't think you get a really clear you shot. You don't get to see that. So you have to follow Kevin's in-universe Instagram. Yeah. And then you get a shot of it. <laughs> Where he's... Sharing pictures of stuff like that and a police folder. The the He's trying to gain support for his dad. But if you take it clues. as canon, it's a real loose sense of like ethics and maybe <laughs> information control. There there's some HIPAA violations, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh so over at Pops, Veronica's sitting at a booth and Nick the asshole Claire. Uh, shows up. That's what saint stands for, yep. the asshole. <laughs> yep. 
It's French. <laughs> he walks in there with such an asshole swagger going yeah, on. Yeah, he's wearing Tom Brady's jacket from the Super Bowl. dick. And so they go back and forth with a conversation of like, well, I need proof that he's okay before I give you the money. Well, give me the money and then I'll show you proof. He shows her a picture mm-hmm. of Archie beat up. She- and first off, I'm like, Veronica, he should be showing you like, a live stream, so you FaceTime know he's still him. alive. FaceTime that boy. He could be dead by now. Yeah. First rule of mobstering. Videos that are live. Well, live stream that shit. Neither of them are entirely in the club yet. They're yeah. trying to earn them bones. They're making which, mistakes. Which is a phrase that comes up so many times. So she hands him the bag of money. He's like, this is this not is, a million dollars. I know what a million dollars feels like. I'm Nick St. Clair. Uh, and she's like, well, let him go and I'll get you the rest. And he's like, well, you could, unless you want to just, you know, give me something else. Right. Because <sighs> before they get right to that point, he's like, mm, this isn't a million dollars. And I doubt you could get a million dollars. And I'm thinking, well, if you doubt she could get a million dollars, why did you ask for a million dollars? Because he, foolish. he wants what he's owed. Yeah, yeah. And that's a night together. It was a, a play, I guess. I'm just like, Black Hood, come on, let's get to it. Shoot him through the window right now. I, I wasn't able to, to rape you with drugs earlier. Now it's just coercion. That's more civilized. Yeah. It's not. It's awful. It's still rape. Yep. Uh, and she's like, well, I know. But, well, if I did, how would I have a guarantee that he'd be okay? <laughs> uh, so, Alice... What we find out has left, and she has rushed off to FP, mm-hmm. and uh, rushes in. Been bawling the whole time. She's she's a mess, and she's she's like, "There's no more secrets. This is where we get what everyone was calling. I had your baby. I named him Charles. I had to give him up, and he came to see me, and I killed him. <laughs> but I didn't kill him. But I killed him." And this is all coming out in in half sentences between sobs. She's having this hysterical breakdown in front of the goddamn singing fish. (laughs) Front and center. Every time we cut to Alice's face, there's the fucking singing fish. And FP's very concerned, and he's trying to comfort, and he's trying to understand. And she's like, you... you do remember in high school, FP, we like, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, remember. I remember. But like, what? I remember what? you doubled in size in high school. Yes, I was there. It, it was a few months after we had all of that sex. Yes, I remember in high school. And he's also like, wait, are you talking about Chick? <laughs> no, Chick is somebody else. No, he's someone else. It's not about him, but I gave up our son and I killed him. But they have a big hug. And they comfort. And then they and break the infrared sensor and it starts singing, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> and this is where I'm like, okay, I I wish it wasn't that because it was very obvious, but I'm glad that we definitely had not Chick. Mm-hmm. Chick is not Charles, not his son. But Fine, they can have one Yeah, as long as it's not him. Yeah, yeah. I am okay with this, mm-hmm. this way. I would have been really mad had there not been yeah, espe- some something to break that up. Especially with a show that's so into, like, generational evil and, and heritable sin, right? Yeah. To have Chick be FP's kid is like character assassination of FP. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm fine with this. <laughs> I'm fine with this development. 
Uh, so then back at the Cooper household, uh, Betty's in the kitchen, and all of her son with Dinah. <laughs> Betty's in the kitchen with Dinah. Uh, no, she is in the kitchen with her phone that starts singing lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, bum, 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 which means the Black Hood Black has called. Hood is calling Betty. And he's like, hey, Betty, you miss me? And all of our early season plots are back to bear. Mm-hmm. The, the Black Hood is grooming Betty. Archie is is on a hunt. Nick St. Clair is in play. The Red Circle came back with a makeover two, <laughs> three weeks ago. Is is there another Sugar Man now? Should we be on the lookout? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but she's on the phone with Black Hood, and he's talking about uh, how she made a mistake, and she let a sinner into the home. Uh, and she's taking notes. She's <laughs> taking many notes. And then they finish this uh, conversation and Jughead comes down and somehow does not see her notes that were made like on the wall. Yeah, the the like notepad on the refrigerator when you're right like, oh, we're out of Tide Pods. Chick She's, ate them all. Like she didn't do it, but I felt like it was one of those things where like, let me just put my hand on this and I'm going <laughs> to lean over here so you can't see. But no, he doesn't see it. Of course, of course, she doesn't tell him. She doesn't tell him who, who called. She's like, oh, it was my dad. Which, you know what? Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was dad. Could be dad. Could have been Sheriff Keller. Who it's, knows? It's probably somebody's dad. It's someone's dad. But she's like, I, Chick isn't telling the truth about my brother. We have to go, go investigate. Go back to the very beginning. Go back to where it all started. They're headed to the hostel. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, back at Kidnap Land... Some uh, warehouse somewhere. You know how Riverdale has all those abandoned warehouses? They yeah. probably were filming Arrow the next day on that set. Uh, Nick's telling Archie all about how he and Veronica are going to go on a date. And uh, then I'm going to let you go. He's like, well, if you let me go, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, you know, I think you might. So, you know, the only way to earn my bones? Is that what they were saying? Yes, yeah, the only a lot. They said it often. Gotta get him my good side, my dad's good side, so guess I'll kill you. <laughs> gotta gotta take out Hiram's teenage capo. Yep. Betty and Jughead are at the, the hostel. Mm-hmm. Which uh, doesn't allow dogs, so that's why we know this is an evil place. So evil. Uh, and so they pose like they want a room, and they get a room. You know, for some by-the-hour business. Mm-hmm. And so they go up. They knock on doors surrounding Chick's room. Mm-hmm. First, they get a guy who's very like, and they're like, nope, nope, nope. And then they go knock on a different door that has a lady. Uh, and they're like, oh, looking for information on my brother. Like, Do you recognize the person in this picture? And she's and like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was the nice one. We find out, of course, that Charles Smith was a saint all along. He was the nicest boy. Helped her with groceries. Always said buenos dias. But he was always the nice one. He was the nice one. And then she was like, may he rest in peace. There was that fight he had with the other one. The bad one. Yeah, because they were asking, well, they were asking about drugs. And she's like, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about drugs. The other one... After the fight the next day, I saw bloody sheets in the trash. She's like, I don't know, but he was just gone. Mm-hmm. Didn't see him again. Uh, so back at the Cooper household, uh, they are grilling chick that he murdered her brother. 
and to admit it. And he was chick keeps insisting that Charles was a junkie. And I'm like, you know what? Junkies can carry groceries too. These are not mutually exclusive. Just (laughs) because you do drugs does not mean you're like a horrible person that doesn't. You can say good morning to the lady next door and and still enjoy a little bit of the, the candy straw. Yeah. So Jughead punches him. <laughs> because no one has this nuanced take on morality in Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, hit me all you want. His blood is dripping out of his face. Uh, you're not going to let me go. You're worried I'm going to, like, say stuff. So um, yeah, he can say whatever he wants and they'll never know whether it's true or not. Wah, wah, wah. Yep. Got them over a barrel. Betty is in another part of the house and gets another phone call that goes... You always miss the last bum. No, it's always bum 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 bum. That's all the bums there are. But there's supposed to be another bum. There's not. In the song there is. I'm certain there's not a bum 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 bum. I think there's another one in the song. I think you put in too many bums. Fine. Don't make that face at me. Talk about Riverdale. Fine. So she's talking to the Black Hood again. And I'm like, yeah, he's a killer, but he won't admit it. He's like, we'll deliver him to me and no one will know about the Shady Man. And I'm like, you know about the Shady Man? Deliver him in 30 minutes or less, Betty. But I'm like, wait, how's the Black Hood know about the Shady Man? I tip 25%, Betty. How does Black Hood know about Shady Man? <laughs> How does he? How does he know? How does he know you killed him? How does he know he's shady? So many questions. So <laughs> many questions here. Betty, shouldn't you be curious about how he knows this? That's how you know that you killed him. That's how you know that he's really, really dead. <laughs> there you go. That's not very you, good. You caught up. <laughs> I caught up. I caught up. I tried to get a good, but it, it nah. But then her call's interrupted because FP rushes in with Alice and he's like, where's Jughead? They took a long, long time to get back here. Like, Betty and Jughead took a round trip to to Midvale or wherever the fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Well, FBS reason to be concerned because Jughead's in the basement beating the shit out of Chick. Mm -hmm. And FP puts a stop to that and, like, shoves him outside the house and is just like, no, you can't do this after the shit I did with Jason boy. Yeah. Not going near him again. I don't want this for you. It's it's family business. They yes. will decide what happens. It's it's not our our doing. Yes, but we will help them after. Yeah. We will get rid of the body should it come to that. And they've got one under their belt. They, yeah. They've got practice. Two in FP's case. Yeah. It's one of those things like FP calls him boy and you're like, oh. oh boy. Yeah. So Betty and Alice are inside the house having a conversation. Alice is like, we have to tell your dad. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is the decision they reach. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Veronica has met up with Nick for their date. At the five seasons. And he has a whole display of foods they mm-hmm, like. Because mm-hmm. um, what gets me all hot and bothered is the meat sweats. <laughs> I love to be so full, I can't move. I, then I'm ready to go to Pound Town. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I want to eat this caviar and then make out with your face. Thanksgiving is the horniest day of the year. <laughs> Let me just rub this gravy. <laughs> <laughs> A little spaghetti bolognese. 
some meatloaf before we, uh, meatloaf. I would do anything for love and I will eat that. Because he's family's music producers. Yeah. Meatloaf the singer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Paradise by the drive through light. So they're talking, and she's like, well, I'll go make us a drink. Nick says something about, like, oh, if only Archie could see us now. Well, you know what? He can, because Nick's bum, a freaking bum, creep. Bum. Yeah. And there's, like, a hidden camera that is live streaming this shit to Archie, who's tied up in the warehouse. Yeah. So that that is something that he's been taunting Archie with since their last conversation. But by now, that laptop should be asleep. Right? Is is one of these pretty boys just, just like, like every... there touching the trackpad every couple minutes? I'm like, also, Archie, it looks like your brain is going to explode right now. The veins were popping in his head. So they have a really creepy conversation because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's Nick. So everything's creepy. Everything yeah. is creepy. Like, they're there to bone, but they can't stop talking about Archie. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Just keeps going on about how like they could have been something and you're with archie who's beneath you yeah all of new york should be kissing your feet yeah i think nick might be in defeat well and he's like well you know like we used to joke about ending up together what happened you started drugging people Oh, that was schoolboy mischief. Yeah, just to be clear, that's not you making commentary on the events. He hasn't actually said this. This is a line Veronica has in response. Like, what happened? You started roofing girls. Yeah. Oh, schoolboy mischief. That is the lines. He's a... Ugh. Ugh. I hate him. And that's why he's got that French middle name. So during this, Archie is... uh, Becoming the Hulk he, and trying to break through the, the bonds that hold him to the chair. Mm-hmm. And he eventually ends up like kicking himself back and the chair breaks and he gets loose. And then he pummels the watch boy and then he hides from the pizza delivery watch boy. <laughs> yeah. And then he just takes off running like the fucking flash down the streets of Riverdale. Yeah. I'm thinking he could like... You know, hitch or, or maybe you flag down the one cab in town. But no, he runs at a steady 50 miles an hour. He's fine. So while he's running back at the Coopers, Hal is freaking out. <laughs> Learning a lot of new information. Very exciting. And like, you have a fucking sicko tied up. We need law enforcement involved in this. And like, nope, nope. He killed a man here. I helped cover it up. Betty had nothing to do with it. Betty, go to your room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no secrets except about Betty. Um, and Betty's like, not gonna go to my room. Gonna go down in the basement. Hey, fake brother, I have this really big gun that I took from a music teacher who was also a predator like you. So I'm gonna untie you and we're gonna go outside. Just for some fresh air. Just for some fresh air. Okay, yeah. okay. I have this giant gun. <laughs> Archie has, uh, in this time, ran all the way to the hotel, bust in the hotel room, like, body slamming the door and breaking the door off the, the hinges and the molding. Yeah, yeah. He, he is Fezzik getting to, to Count Rugen. Yes. Uh, and we f- he finds Nick passed out on the floor. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. Veronica roofied him. Turnabout is fair play, sane asshole. Archie's like, well, what are, what are we going to do? They immediately smooch, and yes. Archie is covered in his own blood. Please, yes. please wash. Yeah. Please wash, I mean, they, ha- they, have, they embrace. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are we going to do about Nick? Ruining her sexy dress, which it looks just like all her <laughs> other dresses. 
I love that she's like, oh, well, the hotel's bringing up a drill. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I have an idea. <laughs> and so she calls Nick's dad and uh, is like, hey, how, how badly do you want your son back? Apparently they like their kid, so... Uh, Even though they were planning to, like, disown him. Yeah. I don't really get this, but okay. So Betty takes Chick to the cemetery, and uh, he he's asking questions about the phone call she got. Yeah, he mentions that weird ringtone. Like, Chick, have some respect for the classics, please. Well, I'm like, okay, if you could hear the weird ringtone, shouldn't Jughead have heard the r- weird ringtone? <laughs> And Jughead knows what that ringtone goes to. Yeah. Very confused by that. She she asks again, did you kill my brother? And he's like, we got into a fight and he lost control. He's like, it didn't mean to hurt him. Mm-hmm. But I don't really buy that. <laughs> I don't buy it. We may never know what happened that day for sure. And then the black hood appears. It's just sort and of she's chilling. Like, who's, who's that? That's your very own angel of death. The black hood. He called me. And he's like, well, well shouldn't, shouldn't we be getting out of here? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, he- I heard about that guy on Katie fucking Couric. Why <laughs> is this not news? <laughs> Where's Tom Brokaw? He's retired. I don't know any news people. And she's like, well, he's not interested in me. So I'm going to give you a head start. And if you start running now, you have a 70% chance of making it. And he just kind of stands there. And the Black Hood takes a step. And she's like, oh, 60% now. <laughs> he just keeps standing there. It's a there. very Another step. step. 50%. And then he eventually takes off running. And the Black Hood stares at her. And then goes too. <laughs> and she says, goodbye, chick. Bum, bum, bum. Back at the Keller household. Mm-hmm. His dad is in the office drinking his sorrows away. And lets Kevin know that it's been demanded by some deputy dude that we've never the, seen before. The deputy mayor. That we don't know who it is. Uh, has demanded that he steps down. Mayors can't do that. Deputy mayors super can't do that. <laughs> it's a county position. And then he needs to turn in his badge. And he talks about, like, if Fred gets elected, my I will live to see another day. If Hermione does, I'm done for. So Kevin commits himself to the Vote Andrews campaign day and night. I will make sure he gets elected, Dad. <laughs> he can do this. Yes, we can. Maybe the first step would be being proactive about some people, I don't know, torturing children (laughs) in your town. Like, Kevin, you know what you could do that would really help people get on the side of your dad? Is if you tell him, like, hey, dad, you should go, like, save the children. Yeah. In the basement. I can show you the back way in where you can rescue them. We can get the news reporters there. This will be great. Mm Mm-hmm. Come on. Back at the lodges, uh, Veronica's parents come home to her at the table with wads of cash. (laughs) Spread across the whole thing. She is Scrooge McDuckin' this shit. <laughs> They're like, what is this? Ransom money. I guess they wanted their son back, so I have a million dollars. And you know what? They hadn't heard from you about the ransom you were supposed to take care of. They hadn't even heard that Archie was kidnapped. So you can go explain that to Archie in the study. And this is where I get so mad. So mad. The first misstep is Archie should have been sitting at the desk. And no, instead they're in their regular chairs. They're in their regular tables by the fire. And then Archie is freaking dimwit. He's toadying up again. He's he's trying to get back in. What happened to the spine? Archie, where'd it go? He says. He devolved. 
how like I've proved myself to you again and again, and I'm like, this is where you're supposed to be, but you haven't proved yourself to me, Mr. Lodge. Right. That's what the line was supposed to be. No. Cars don't matter. Loyalty matters. Instead, he's like, I haven't made my bones to you. I'm like, fuck that shit, Archie. I hate you. I hate you again. I thought I was liking you, and I hate you. He just loves to use a phrase he learned that day. He's got those word-a-day calendars. He's that kind of guy. This is my sentence of the week. (laughs) And so he just goes off about how there's one man he wants to bring down, and it's the Black Hood. And if I do that for you, Mr. Lodge, will you like me and love me forever? Blah, blah, blah. And Hiram's like, yeah, sure, fine, cool, whatever. You can count on me, Archie. I'm like, no, he can't count on you because you wouldn't ransom him. Or even stage a rescue or, or a ruse nothing, nothing and the black hood has never threatened the lodge family or their interests in any real way nope they've capitalized on the black hood to advance their interests yeah archie was starting to turn around just a little bit just think a about the jalopy bit. boy think of the jalopy and i'm just like veronica did you not tell him that your parents had no plan for him ah. <sighs> Uh. So this is where we start to get our voiceover to end the episode. Archie is in a prison built with rage, and he just handed the keys to Hiram. Which is accurate. That is a, that is a good take on what happened. It sucks that it happened, but that's yeah. a good take on it. Betty comes home to Alice, who is drinking on the stairs. And the past was proving to be a cruel jailer. <laughs> and she's like, where did you go? I took Chick away. He's gone for good, I think. Where did you take him? Bus station. And then? B- then uh, buses. And then? Bus stuff. Where's dad? <gasps> and then oh. this face. She just looks. She's thinking and realizing things. Your father went out to look for you. Oh. End of episode. End of the episode. So, darling, what'd you think? Well, we know what I think about the end. <laughs> I mean, yeah. With they- Archie. This is the, you, the fourth to last episode, right? Like, they are clearly, like, barreling down toward the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, well, no, that's a prediction. I'll save it for later. This, this is set up for the, so this, this is the final stretch, mm-hmm. right? It is. Uh, Black Hood is back, baby. Uh-huh. Everything is up in the air and people are very serious. Yes. Black Hood's up. We're, we're setting up. Archie wanting to go after the Black Hood. Again. Again. Figuring out who the Black Hood is. Again. Again. Uh, is Chick dead or not? Chick's probably dead. Chick's probably dead. Will they find his body? I bet they find his probably. body next week, yeah. That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> but we're gearing towards the end. It's a, um, it's a functional episode. This was a very, this episode was so, so long. The only plot it really has to itself, right, is the Nick St. Clair bit. Mm-hmm. And parts of that were, were my favorite thing. Like, I, yes. I really like Betty in this episode. I like that if we're picking up where we left off with the Black Hood, now she is an accomplice. Now, yes. Now she is collecting a finder's fee, I yeah. guess. And that's the... I'm she... glad they went there. Now they can continue taking steps, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I'm ragging on it a little bit for retreading territory, but it's more like they're they're picking it up and continuing. Yes, they more, are continuing More than it. retreading. 
I knew this was coming because I knew the Black Hood wasn't gone. <laughs> I've been saying that this whole season uh-huh. is that no, Sven- that wasn't it. Svensson was just emotionally unsatisfying as a result. Yes. Yeah. I knew we were coming here and I like where they've gone with some of it. Fucking horrible as Nick St. Clair is. <laughs> that was some good episode stuff yeah that was very good i love that like he was shown to be completely useless well i love like veronica taking charge with a plan Mm -hmm. and figuring things out on her own but i now need her to be like fuck you mom and dad yeah like where is the rage that they are not doing anything especially now that she's figured out that they really weren't gonna plan to do anything Mm mm-hmm that's not that's missing for me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I better see that or I will be very pissed. The the kids need to turn on the lodges. Yes. We've been saying this forever and you're you're running out of weeks. The kids need to turn on the lodges. Like I am sure it will happen before the season's over, but I like need it to happen now. <laughs> I just can't anymore. At a certain point you you've built up the tension so high that, you know, the, the string snapped and we don't we don't care. It doesn't I just think everyone's an idiot now. There's a chance you're going to pass the moment. Yes. I I liked how they wrapped some things up very quickly with other characters from the last episode. Mm -hmm. With that beginning, like, interview stage. But I still have so many questions about things that were going on. And I'm sure in the coming weeks we'll find out more things about maybe what was going on. Let's hope. I hope. Because there's definitely a lot of background acting happening in those mm-hmm, scenes mm-hmm. and i want to know <laughs> i want to know <sighs> well that's what we thought about this week but we aren't the only riverdale fans in the world there's there's a vibrant community and so dear let's check in with the teens on instagram okay so i, I have several they cover a lot of things uh, so this first one i think miss grundy was unfairly treated and she shouldn't have died and i shipped her and archie you're fucking wrong <laughs> <laughs> We have, what, four whole episodes about how wrong this person is? I don't know if we need to dwell on it, but they're wrong. Well, and so, like, people, like, send these into an Instagram account, right? A different Uh Instagram account. This this is one of the confession accounts? Yes, these are some of the confession accounts. I do appreciate the person who, like, the confession account person. Uh Uh-huh. Wrote, in all caps, this is so disgusting. I'm like, Yeah. All right. Okay. The kids are all right. Some of them. A a critical mass of the kids are all right. Someone else said, Cheryl should use her frog cutting skills on Penelope. (laughs) Old, great callback. Oh, her dissection. That's the moment I fell in love with Cheryl Blossom. And it's never abated since. And it's got a great picture of her stabbing that frog. Caption, I'm I'm amazing. amazing. Okay. Here's a Black Hood theory. Yay. My favorite. I think it is Principal Weatherby who is the Black Hood, because what if Fred didn't bring in buns to the last bun sale, so had to shoot him as revenge? He killed Grundy, not just hurt, because she was a predator and she quit her job. This was an inconvenience. (laughs) I could live with either one of those, Miss Grundy, but both you must die. And he attacked Moose and Midge because they were doing drugs and this was bad for the school's reputation. Mm Mm-hmm. Unlike all those 100% drug-free schools that exist in America, I guess? Where? Fred Fred didn't bring buns to the last bun sale. (laughs) What bun sale? What school has bun sales? I don't know what, like, hot dog bun? 
It's a very, very specific bake sale. Like, you just buns. Just buns. Hot dog buns, hamburger buns. If you have a roll, you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> buns only. I do love that it's a, a I, picture of Weatherby side by side with what is clearly a white man. In the black hood <laughs> mask, black hood. which is how we've seen the person the whole time. <laughs> a close-up of the eyes surrounded by skin of a white man. He's real good with makeup, though. <laughs> and colored contacts. Another thought, mm-hmm. which I believe is one I've stated. I don't know if it's been stated on recording or not. Remember but when Penelope Blossom was selling her buns? Yeah, that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, this is, so if Hal is really a Blossom, then maybe there's also a chance that he also has a twin. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I think I've said that before. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's real good. I'm pretty sure I've said that before. I don't know <laughs> if it made it on recording, but that's something we've talked I talked about. I like it. One of the theories is like, how's the black hood? What if it's his twin? Yeah, yeah. Blo- what if they're both doing it? Blossoms come in pairs, and that's why there's two handwritings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Though I still since it's like seems to be pointing that way a bit more now, I'm still holding out for Sheriff Keller. <laughs> uh, another one You're uh, full of them this week Yeah, I told you after last week's episode I knew there was going to be a lot I feel like everyone's ignoring a very obvious And absurd suspect Kevin fucking Keller <laughs> Think about it We never see him receiving the threats And one thing that's been on my mind Is that whoever threatened Cheryl wanted Midge to play Carrie So How would anyone know who Kevin was going to pick and he would also logically be the last person to see Midge before her going on stage. I'm like, no, he's in the audience. So yeah, no. Fangs would be as stage manager. Yes. Hmm? Oh, and he didn't cast Cheryl. She cast herself. So maybe he wanted Midge from the start. He even has a fucking motive. Referring to Moose, obviously. And then oh. seeing her with Fangs probably fueled the fire even more. Why is Kevin so jealous about guys he's not even with? This is the only other gay dude I know. That's true. Come on, true. it's my only shot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Sweet Pea, come on. Come on. Unless... Lay off. Unless, like, there's something that could happen here, too. Like, I need... Huh? I mean, Kevin, you don't want to be the the rebound from the grave. I know. But, like, I'm not going to tell you not to go that way. Follow your heart. It's just... It's not ideal. Yeah. But he's... None of his options are ideal. <laughs> One more. Everyone seems to be dissing Archie recently for his role in Lodge Industries, but I think he's doing the right thing. He's getting involved with Veronica's family because he loves her and wants to please her. Archie doesn't deserve the hate for being a good boyfriend, and plus Hiram needs him. A good boyfriend definitely makes cars explode. <laughs> that's the mark of a guy that's, that's really going to follow you through thick and thin. Cutting his palm open and shaking your da- dad's hand. That's a keeper. Yeah. Well, I love that immediately after I saw that, I saw one that was like, I fucking hate Archie. He's such an idiot. And he's such a, like, just like ripping. He's, he makes the worst decisions. And why is he doing this? He's a terrible boyfriend. And like, just like going to town on him. And I was like, nice. You two need to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to have like point counterpoint up in here. That's all I got. Oh, darling. Anyway, it, it, it's good to know that the, the youth of the world are enjoying the show so much yeah. because it is full of such strong moral lessons. Yeah. So once again, we have to ask ourselves, Riverdale, what is your wisdom? I'll let you go first. 
Okay. Uh, I believe that the, the moral to this episode is that a family that shares their interests is a happy family. Yeah. Look at the St. Clairs. They're so united. They care for one another, do, doing whatever it takes to, to keep each other safe mm-hmm. because they're all on the same page. Look at the Coopers. They now have this story that binds them. They are they're covering each other through thick and thin, through it all, because they learned how to torture a young man together. Mm-hmm. This is the sort of family togetherness that I think America needs right now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mine aren't, I guess, so much morals as life advice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Always keep a serial killer on speed dial in case you don't like your brother. <laughs> Also, keep some drugs on hand in case you need a roofie and asshole. So, so the moral of this episode is... Uh, Be ready to attack. <laughs> That's what we got. Yeah. Yeah. Keep a steady inventory of your assets. Such as a rolling pin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Feel free to improvise. <laughs> Those are some good, good lessons to learn. Yeah. So uh, let, let's break out our, our main segment predictions what do we think is coming down that pipe i totally had one earlier that i didn't say obviously the black hood Mm -hmm. is someone we know i would hope archie obviously wants to kill this person so there is going to be a moment where he has the opportunity to kill them Mm -hmm. but then there's the moral conflict do i kill my friend's dad yes and which friend's dad is it which one yeah okay all right Kevin is going to throw the greatest fundraiser Riverdale has ever seen. Yeah. And it will make no difference. No difference at all. No. None. Because Kevin can't have nice things. Kevin can't have nice things. Which is why his dad is the Black Hood. (laughs) Also, it's too obvious that it's hell now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They keep having Archie get these beatings over and over again to to lay groundwork for a reconstructive surgery plot line. (laughs) cast someone which, else which will cover for when they have to recast him when when kj starts asking for too much money yeah yes <laughs> keep going keep going i want to know what else you got all right all, all this talk about sisterhood and vengeance the the vixens are the real witches coven oh yeah yeah cult in the woods cult in the woods and cheryl is behind the killings puppet master style just so she can have a steady string of funerals that she can totally slay yeah. Yeah. She wants to be able to sing at. She, she's the funeral queen of upstate New this, York. This musical has really, like, gotten her on her high horse. And she's yeah. like, well, I need excuses, so we just got to keep killing people so I can sing at Who their... wants Amazing Grace? I'm ready to go. I'm here. Some closing time? I got it. That, that is a weird-ass funeral song. <laughs> and now I know what to play at your funeral. <laughs> I want a closing time played at everything in my life. Well, Wedding? Check. Well, you, funeral? Sure. You know my funeral song, so. I forgot. What was it? You're, you're gonna hate me. I remember you want me to blast you into space in a rocket. Yeah. And it was... You told me what it was. What was it? It already makes you cry. Oh! 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 The song from Fast and the Furious when... um. What's it called? See you again. See you again. Oh my yes. god. That song. I can't hear that song without like... <laughs> Let's just pause for a second and talk about how I sat through that entire movie. Mm-hmm. 
basically in the fetal position, trying not to cry. Because anytime I thought, like, anytime anything happened to that movie, I thought I was going to be sad. Yeah, yeah. And then, nope, just closing credit. And, they couldn't kill Brian. <laughs> but they played the song. <laughs> and anytime, like, I hear that freaking song on the radio, I'm just like, mm-hmm. nope, mm-hmm. nope, tears. All the- Same thing with, like, Remember Me from Coco. <laughs> my god <laughs> cannot i'm just like Ugh. yeah but all those people are all those actors are, are happy healthy and alive yeah yeah man am i gonna get sad next time i go on a run and like avici come or <laughs> comes on and like wake me up with, like i'm gonna just start bawling while i'm running like oh no oh no <laughs> I'm so sorry. You've, you've doomed yourself. I've doomed myself because now I'm going to think about that. Yes. I'm going to be like, oh no, just got to delete that off my phone from my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Any more predictions, dear? I had that one and I don't remember what it was. Betty is starting to feed the Black Hood victims in order to get close and catch him herself. I thought there was a chance that she was going to do that this week, but like next time... Yeah. Next, she's like watching his M.O., and now she's going to know right where to go with that gun she took off Grundy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just so stuck on like trying to remember what it was. I can't think of anything else now. I've just ruined it. It's a rough night. So let's talk about what we do know is going to happen. Our next episode. Shadow of a Doubt. Shadow of a Doubt, Chapter 33. The name is taken from a 1943 Hitchcock film. Uh, this this is mid-period Hitchcock before his stone-cold classics of the 50s and 60s, but still, you know, after Sabotage, after The Man Who Knew Too Much. And it is about a young woman who is approached by law enforcement and told that her uncle who she's very close with, is one of two suspects for a heinous murder. And so there's this back and forth trying to figure out whether he's the real killer or not. And the other suspect dies, but then does that mean we're safe now that he is safe from the law? You can see parallels. Yes, dear? I have a prediction now. Yes, dear? Based on this. Hell does have a twin, and it's Betty's uncle, who's the Black Hood. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is what I'm going with. It is now an official capital P prediction. Yes, because of this title in this movie it's connected to, and yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. <laughs> I just have these moments where it just overcomes me. <laughs> so, so let's talk about that trailer, though. We got people with guns. We got Veronica showing some cleavage. You know, the, the center of her bosom, you might say. Uh, people are flashing more notes they got. Apparently, Fred, Fred got a Fred note. Fred got a handwritten note from the Black Hood, apparently. That he's next. Why do all of the Black Hood's notes look completely different? Uh, Betty talking to Hell that she's an accomplice to murder. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I think you might know. Do you know this, Dad? Dad, are you an accomplice too? Are you the murderer? Do you have grave dirt on your boots, Papa? Is it your secret brother that we don't know about? <laughs> mm. Mm. <gasps> what if Sheriff Keller mm-hmm. is actually Hal's brother? Yeah. <gasps> what if? What if? 
And then next season, Mama Keller comes back from Beirut. Yeah. To, to raise poor Kevin. Oh my god! Bahrain? Okay, okay. I'm now also highly into this theory. It was somewhere that, with a B. That Keller and Hal are brothers. Yeah. They're twins. Okay. Yeah. Fraternal. Fraternal twins. Keller was given up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And doesn't know, like, didn't know, but then they, like, found out about each other and they came back together and they, like, went on an evil crime-stopping-causing spree. Right. It, it's like if we've got a street sweeper in town, we owe it to, to them to, to leave some trash in the streets, right? Uh-huh. If we're going to have a sheriff, we need to have murders. Yeah. Just to give him something to do. Well, it's also because he knows he's not... Remember we talked about this before, about, like, why it could be Keller, and, like, he's not good at being a cop. Mm-hmm. So he's got to go about it in the ways that he's good at, which is murdering people. Right. And that's how he can stop crime. <laughs> and Hal, being his long-lost brother, mm-hmm. um, you know, wants to have this close relationship with him. <laughs> yeah. 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 And also wanted, like, news for their newspaper to keep the business going. Theories. See, this is where my predictions come. Because I have to, like, I have (laughs) to process They come everywhere but the prediction (laughs) segment. It's like, as soon as you're like, okay, do you have a prediction? I am a deer in the headlights. I forget everything I've thought of. They have to come to me in the moment. They have to be organic. (laughs) That's how my predictions work so well. Yeah? Yes. Okay. So I don't overthink them. I just, I let them seek me. Uh, thanks everybody for listening <laughs> to this episode. We had a great time. Uh, I guess we should start warning people now, though, that we are going to have a schedule interruption. Yeah. Before uh, th- the show's schedule came out, we scheduled a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so our recap of the finale, chapter thirty-five, will be delayed. Yep. Now what this we'll means? Because we'll be on vacation. What this means is we're going to be watching the episode twice. We, we aren't going to be doing it overnight, same night, so you're going to have to wait, but we're going to be able to give it our all, do, do the best job we can possibly do. Yes. So there, there's a silver lining. Yes. That'll be good. <laughs> we thought they'd be taking one less break. We really did. Yep. And then it dawned on us after we had booked everything, <laughs> and it just does not work with our schedules to move our trip. So... We're missing one. We've never missed one. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, and also, speaking of episodes, you're going to get that C2E2 recap uh, either Friday or Saturday. It's done and edited. I just didn't want to upload it already because it did step on this episode or, or step on the History Honeys that just came out. You don't have too much to listen to already. I've got to catch up first. I don't want to overwhelm anybody. Uh, like ourselves like ourselves mostly uh and i'd like to give another shout out to breaking mayberry because uh i stole a joke from them somewhere in the last 10 minutes and you'll have to listen to their show to find out it's really good i recommend it in their their fourth episode they have on an actual lawyer to talk about just how unethical uh sheriff andy taylor's actions are in the seventh episode of the show yeah (laughs) yes But we would love it if while you're out there checking things out, you gave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, wherever else you found us. Mm -hmm. You can also tell a friend. Please do. Be like, hey, I know these people. They make a podcast. It's Mm -hmm. really good. You should listen to it. And then you should watch Riverdale. 
Friends are great. We all love friends. Tell your enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell your <laughs> neighborhood murderer. Recommend it to the nice lady who you carry groceries for, or the nice boy that carries your groceries. Yeah. 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 Build communities. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter also at sex underscore Archie. Mm-hmm. So do that. So I guess with that, I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie, they're also mobsters. Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, hold it, please. Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me. And you got me. And you got me. Break it down, hold it, please.